0: hey baby loves it's your girl Cure the healer and you are tuned into mr mommy podcast it's been a while since i recorded an episode but your girl is back okay with that being said before we dive into today's episode i'm gonna just sit here and just promote a few things but your girl's on patreon if you want to check me out i'm at patreon.com slash Cure the healer it is free for you to view. I have journal prompts up there. Um, I do messages each week. I try to do a new theme. So you could check me out once again. That's patreon.com slash cure the healer. If you are interested, I do do private readings. I also do healing sessions on there as well. So you could check me out. The tier starts from $10 and goes all the way up. with each tier offering some form of healing mentorship. So you could go ahead and check me out. I'm also on Etsy, so you can check me out on Etsy, and that is MysticMommyHealing.store, where I have a lot of cleansing items, um, spiritual items, so you could go ahead and check me out. I'm also on TikTok at CureThehealer, also on YouTube at CureThehealer, also on Instagram. Um, I went and changed my Instagram up now as your girl's doing breath work and yoga. So you could check me out. My um, Instagram is jaguar.lotus.healingstudio. So go ahead, give your girl a shout out, give your girl, you know, a look. Check me out. Um, other than that, we're going to go ahead and dive into today's episode, which is forgiveness and moving on. OK. With that being said, <clears throat> Forgiveness is one of the most hardest things to be able to go past, especially moving on, right? Because we all want closure as well, right? Closure has always been, I'm sorry, I'm trying to get comfortable right now. But closure has always been something that we have tried to obtain from others, especially those who have hurt us, right? We always say in order for us to move on, to forgive, to heal, we need closure. And sometimes it sucks to say, but closure sometimes mean just moving forward and not speaking to that other person or the individual who hurt you, who harmed you, who caused damage. Right. Um, because sometimes closure closure is just an excuse for us to be able to continue a relationship or try to get a reason or an answer out of somebody when sometimes people just don't care Um When people will just have no problem harming you or doing something wrong to you, or whether that's a physically, psychological, emotional abuse that they have caused you or that they have done to you, they physically abused you, they mentally abused you, emotionally abused you, psychologically abused you, manipulated you. A lot of the times we go searching for closure because we think that the closure is going to allow us to be able to move on. And closure usually, what it is, is we want an answer or an apology, right? A lot of the times when you're like, I want closure, I need to know why you did this to me. I need to know. And you're more than likely going to expect some kind of sympathetic or empathetic response where somebody's going to feel for you or feel bad for what they did, or even try to understand what they did was wrong. And that's what you're trying to convince this person to do. But more than likely... You're not going to get that out of people. And I think that's the part that hurts about closure and that hurts about moving forward is that sometimes you're not going to get not only a response or even an answer out of something. It's easier to think that somebody would, I don't want to say use common sense, but have some form of compassion, right, for a wrongdoing towards you or seeing what they did was messed up to you. But then that means that they would have to take ownership for what they did, right? That means that they would have to really reflect on what they did. Some people do not have the capacity to do that. Some people would rather... Some people would rather... Sorry, this is like really hitting home. Some people would rather hurt you and pretend it didn't happen... Because then that means that they have to take ownership and responsibility of being a fucked up person or doing wrong by you or hurting you or causing harm to you, right? It's so much easier for me to hurt you and just be able to move forward and move on than for me to go back and actually analyze what I did because I'm nine times out of 10, you're not the only person that I'm hurting. You're not the only person that I'm doing this to. It's just you so happen to stick around, right? You still happen to stick around so that I could continue to do this. So I'm just going to continue to do it because you're here. Sometimes people, you know, hurt people hurt people. But a lot of the time, some people don't even see that they're doing that. Because they're so caught up with what they got going on and what they're doing and how they feel. It's very hard for a lot of people to take themselves out of a situation and look at it look at it from a third party perspective, right? Not everybody has the capacity to do that. Not everybody has the capacity to be compassionate or understanding. And it's so funny because I I remember seeing something a while ago where it was like empathy or being an empath like everyone is. Everyone feels like that's just normal. Everyone's empath. Everyone can feel. And it's just like yes, everyone can feel. Everyone can be compassionate, but a lot of people choose not to be because it's so much easier to not be responsible for the fucked up things that you did to people and to be able to keep it moving and keep going than it is for you to sit down with yourself. Because at the end of the day, right? At the end of the day, if I take responsibility, it means that I know I'm wrong. It means that I know I did something wrong to you. And now not only am I going to have to apologize, now I'm going to have to fucking dissect and see where else am I doing this? Is this a pattern? Is this is something that is occurring all the time that I'm just going around fucking people up in the head, right? But <clears throat> as the other party, as the, the her tea, not the hurt er, God, that was terrible not as the person who is doing the harm, right? The victim. I hate I hate the word victim, though. It just makes me feel so small, you know, because I've been a victim in many different things, in relationships, and friendships, and whatever the case is. You know, we all, the victim just makes me feel small because it just makes me feel like, you know, Oh, they did that to you. Oh, poor you. You know, it, it's just, it makes me feel bad, it makes me feel little. Um, but in the case of the person as the victim, right? When we say that we want closure, okay, the truth is, no, we don't. 90% of the time, we don't want closure. 90% of the time, it's we want an apology. We want somebody to acknowledge like, hey, I fucked up. What I did to you was wrong, especially if you're in a relationship with somebody. Right. I can give an example. Um, I was one time I was dating somebody. Right. And they were fucked up to me. They were really fucked up to me um so we were like going back and forth and we were saying like fucked up shit to each other or whatever the case is and they they really this person would really get me out of character because they would say or they would do stuff and it would get me out of character right and then it got to the point where I started to mature and heal and move forward and I'm like I don't want to be stuck in this cycle with you anymore where we are just constantly attacking each other we are constantly hurting each other you're hurting me. I'm hurting you. You're saying one thing to me and then I'm trying to outdo you by saying something really fucked up to you. So I got to a point where I'm like, I'm drawing the line. I can't continue to do this anymore. I can't continue to do this. And then what it started to be was I became this person's punching bag. So because I would express my emotions and my feelings and tell them how I felt and that I didn't want to argue, I didn't want to do this. I just wanted to fix it. They would turn the whole situation around and they would say hurtful things because they know I'm not now I'm not gonna react. Now I'm not gonna say anything. Now I'm not gonna hurt you. So they can say whatever they want. And sometimes I felt like it was to get a rise out of me to see if they were still able to get the old Kira to come out and not this new heal or I don't want to say new, but that healed or healing version of Kira who was trying to better herself and work on herself. So I remember so badly, one enclosure, and I'm like, I just, I don't get it. Like, I felt like I did everything right. I, you know, I tried to better myself. I was working on myself. I was working on my emotions. I was trying to be mindful of your emotions and understanding of you. And all I did was become your punching bag in the end. And I just wanted closure so bad so that I can move forward. And I'm like, I just, you know, if I move on and I start talking to somebody else or I start dating somebody else, or I want to be able to do that, but I can't because I, I feel like I didn't close this chapter. I didn't close this cycle. And i never, I'm trying to think if any of my relationships, if I ever got quote unquote closure. Um, but I don't feel like I ever, no, I didn't get that closure from that person. They basically... Um, they never apologized. They just kind of they reached out to me one time and was like, um, "I'm just to let you know I'm not mad at you." So as if I did something wrong because I broke it off. And in a way, it was just very except having to accept that somebody's not going to apologize. Having to accept that you need to move on and move forward. Without getting that closure, without getting that apology, because that's what I'm telling you nine times out of the 10, nine times out of 10, I say nine times out of the 10, nine times out of 10, when you are trying to get closure. Right. It's just we. it's like we're trying to find a way to comfort ourselves through this. We're trying to find a way that we're going to have somebody take accountability for what they did. And low key is kind of like, well, maybe it could be something that could be hashed out. Maybe it could work out. Maybe, you know, me being able to close this chapter, I'm getting some kind of peace of mind or comfort. But sometimes the peace of mind and the comfort is knowing that that person wasn't big enough or woman enough or man enough or whatever. To be able to be with somebody like you, right? To be very, to be with a nurturing person, to be with the understanding person. Because the more you allow somebody to continue to beat you down and walk all over you, they're going to do it. And the more you keep running back, trying to get closure, trying to understand why somebody did something to you, it's going to be impossible for you to move on. Moving on takes a lot of work and it's a painful, very hurtful process. This is not some overnight shit where it's just like you and this person stop talking or you cut this person off or you remove this person out your life and you're just going to move forward. No, because then you start to think about all the things, the fucked up things that they did, maybe the good times that you had with this person or even, you know, the things you never got to say or the things that you said that you wish you could take back. You get what I'm saying? It's like you start playing scenarios out in your head where it's like, well, where did it go wrong? How could I have fixed it? da 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 right? We we start doing that thing where we're going back and we're just like analyzing the whole thing. But truthfully, at the end of the day, it's gonna be so much easier for you to just let it go. That is the best thing that I have done in order for me to be able to heal and move on is let it go, right? Because when you start to harbor all those emotions, those feelings, not even just like hatred or anger being upset or being, you know, hurt. It's more so all the other emotions. You can feel flustered. You can feel confused. You can feel, you know, anxious because of this, lonely. You start to harbor those emotions inside of you. And it makes it so difficult for you to be able to even think clearly because you have a thousand things going on about how you could have fixed the situation with this person. And it's like, no matter how much you try to go back and try to analyze and see where things went wrong, it just wasn't meant to be. I'm a firm believer in, you know, if it was meant to be, what is it? it, If it's yours, let it go. If it comes back, it was yours all along, right? If you're meant to be with somebody, if you're meant to have this thing in your life, if you're meant to, whether it's a relationship, a friendship, a family member, um, anything like that, it would be there. You would still have it. And that person would be putting in the same amount of effort that you are of trying to understand, trying to better themselves, trying to better you and uplift you rather than causing you so much trouble. You get what I'm saying? Because especially it's breakups and, and removal of people aren't just overnight things. It's not like you just, you know what I mean? You just wake up one day and you're like, I'm not doing this no more. This comes from a very long time or past or analyst or analyzing the fucked up things that somebody has done to you. Right. So of course, it's addressed. Of course, it's said. And then, you, you know, you get fed up and you get tired. But Sorry, I had to take a sip of my tea. But the best way in order for you to be able to move forward, move on with your life, move in a forward direction, better yourself, is to be able to let it go. Right? And if you are in a relationship with somebody and you are finding it difficult to get over this person, Right? Think of all the emotions attached to it. Think of all the ways that this person made you feel the emotions attached to it. Okay. If it makes you feel butterflies inside, if it makes you feel happy, if it makes you feel good, you wouldn't be at this situation right now where you are just done. Done. If you think about this person and they make you feel sad, disappointed, frustrated, angry, upset, anxious. I'm telling you, you're better off walking away and leaving this person alone. Because no matter how much you might beg, you might cry, you might scream, trying to get an answer out of somebody it's very difficult for people who are already functioning in the society where they're interacting with a bunch of other people who are already hurt. And they come in, you know, everything is a lot of the way that we treat people, a lot of the way that we talk to people, being a spiritual, a spiritualist, and a, a empathetic being and a compassionate being, because anybody could be spiritualist, anybody can be empathetic, anybody could be compa- uh, compassionate, right? But to really activate all these things and to look at the bigger aspect, right? You can dissect and you can understand and you can under and you can feel why somebody is acting a certain way. Right. Oh, you got mommy issues. You got daddy issues. Oh, you got abandonment issues. You got codependency issues. Right. It's very easy for you to be able to just understand that. Right. But nobody is doing that for you. Okay. I have codependent anxious attachment style it took me a very long time to be able to accept that and to understand what the fuck that means, right? It took me a very long time to understand that. In my relationships, I used to always felt like love came in quantities and I never knew when I was going to get love again. I never knew when somebody was going to love me again, right? Because as a child, I didn't always feel loved because there was a lot of times when my mother would pit me and my sisters against each other. So I felt like I had to fight for her love, to get her attention, for her to do this, it felt like love came in quantities. I never felt equally loved as my siblings. So what happens in adult life? That happened in adult life, where I felt like the love that I was getting from people was limited. So whether I was dating multiple people, talking to multiple people, or, you know, it was because I felt that I couldn't get the amount of love that I need, so I needed to seek it in multiple people. Or... I would just, honestly, I would punish myself. I would torture myself and be with somebody who was like my mother. And it took me a very long time. It took me years to realize that, that a lot of the people that I dated was like my mother. They were damaged and they didn't know how to love people properly, right? They would give it to me in quantities and they would kind of love bomb me in the beginning and make me fall, you know, or if it. it I would say fall in love, but it's not fall in love. It's I lusted after the person and then they would take it from me, right? It took me a very long time to be able to understand that. But you as the person and the being that you are, you can dissect the person and you can understand them that they have those qualities, that they, they have those attachment styles, that they're a narcissist, that they're this, this and that. But nobody is going to do that for you. It's going to be rare that you're going to come across a person, I mean, when you meet your soulmate or your, your, your person, you know, your significant other, that person, you know, your life partner. They'll be able to be there and support you and be and be understanding, being that, that balance that you need, right? But the other people in the world that you're sitting here fighting and begging for attention for, they're not going to understand that. They're not going to sit here and try to reason with you and understand you why you got these things going on. They're not. Because if they were, you wouldn't be in a situation that you are in now, right? Where you need to walk away. And I'm telling you, the best thing to do when you walk away is to let it go. Let go of the emotions that is attached to that. Be able to move forward and go forward without having closure. Understand that the closure is you moving on. That is your closure. You are closing up that chapter. That's all you need. Bye-bye. Adios. Sayonara. Okay? Bonsoir. So you just need to understand that. At the end of the day, and it's like, I mean, basically to summarize this all, uh, closure is moving forward and walking away. I could have said that. It would have took me three, four seconds to say that, but I'm not going to make a podcast of three, four seconds telling you that the best closure is you moving forward and walking away because you ain't really going to get closure, right? (laughs) Or at least not closure to to your satisfaction. wow, why am I like stumbling over my words? It's like somebody doesn't want me to speak these. <sighs> satisfactory, right? You being, having satisfactory um closure, right? Or understanding about this person, you being satisfied that, oh, okay, you know what? I hurt you because I'm damaged. I'm a fucked up per-. Like people are not going to do that. Nine times out of 10, they're going to find a way to spin it Spin it, flip it, roast it, and turn it on you and find out it was you. You was doing this. You was doing A, B, and C. You the problem, blah, blah, blah whatever, right? Nobody is going to be man enough, woman enough, big enough to be able to be like, yo, it was me. I fucked up. I did that, like, whatever the case is. Nobody's going to be big enough to be like, yo, I'm a fucked up individual and I'm hurting you, so I need to set you free, right? I need to set you free so you could do your own thing. There's been very, very rare occasions that somebody actually has done that. I had an ex who damaged me so bad. And at the end of the relationship, like tore, like, I was already beat down, like d- destroyed where he was like, yeah, I'm damaging you. So this ain't going to work, you know, like I, I got to set you free. And it was like, bitch, like you done broke me down to the fucking core. I can't even look in the mirror at myself right now. And now you're going to walk away like you didn't realize when you first met me that I'm this empathetic being. And that's the thing, being an empath or being, a you know, a, a being a beacon of light, even though I embrace and I harbor the dark as somebody who works with the moon. Um, people are, you know, like a moth attracted to the light or the flame people. I pull those kind of people in, always pulling in these dark energy vampire draining fucking energy suckers around me because of the vibrant being that I am so it's like I pull these people in but very rarely have I ever met somebody in the beginning that was like oh this is a good person I'm fucked up like I'm not about to damage you I never had nobody do that but I am am i i don't want to say it doesn't exist. People don't do that. What I'm trying to say, I don't want to say, don't be hopeful. People are horrible, right? I'm not trying to say that. But what I am trying to say, right, baby, is you take care of yourself first and foremost before anybody. You chasing after this person trying to reconcile a relationship or fix something or understand why something isn't going to work. It's, it's, it's just you got to move on. You got to move forward from it. If somebody really wanted you that much, if somebody really wanted to have a relate, and I'm not even talking about like romantic relationships. I'm talking about friendships. I'm talking about relationships with your uh, family. I'm talking about all of that, okay? All of that. Um, if somebody desired to have you in their life, they would take the time to understand why you are ready to walk out, why you are ready to walk away and understand the loss that they're about to take with you walking away. But nine times out of ten, people will analyze or understand what they did wrong in it. So the closure that you really need is to come to a understanding that you know you ain't gonna get that closure. Sorry, boo. You ain't gonna get that closure. You're not gonna you're not gonna get that um that apology. You're not gonna get that understanding. You're not gonna get that enlightenment where the light switch can go off, where they're gonna talk to you and the light switch can go off and you're like, oh, you know what? okay, I, I appreciate that. I understand. No, that's it's not going to happen, babe. There's people who have come back after 10 years, okay, 10, 12 years of us breaking up, people that I dated in my early, early, like, 20s and my teens that came back and was like, yeah, I'm sorry for what I did. And that's literally it. That's all I got. No, like, no real understanding or closure, just, oh, my fault. My bad. Yeah that happened. I'm going to do it again. It's like, yeah, you damn right you ain't going to do it again because I ain't going to let you in my life. (laughs) But (laughs) that's what I'm trying to say. The best closure is you moving forward, you detaching yourself from the emotions, right? And being able to move on. It's a very painful process. It's a very painful and hurtful process, but you can get through it, right? So the best closure is no closure. It's you moving forward and you accepting what people did to you. It doesn't mean you got to like it. It doesn't mean that it was okay. And I say that all the time in my healing sessions, but you got to understand that, yeah, this is what they did to me. They hurt me. They damaged me. You got to accept that so that you can let go of it and move on. I am going to include a meditation as well, a cord cutting meditation so you can release the emotions just in case if this episode was just hitting you a little bit too much and you're like, oh yeah, like, I feel it. I I got all the feels right now. Um, And it's just resonating a little bit too much. I'm going to also upload a meditation as well, just so that you are able to do the cord cutting, the cleansing as well, Um, just to kind of balance out this episode, because I just don't want to leave y'all hanging. But with that being said, baby dolls, I love you all so fucking much. Thank you for rocking with your girl for as long as you have been. And I will talk to you later. Bye. Hey, it's your girl, Kira the Healer, and I'm just coming to you really quick, just in case you need my contact info, I can be reached on Instagram at mystic.mommy.healing, or um, you can hit me up on Gmail, which is Healer at gmail.com. Um, I am always open for readings, so you can book me through there. Um, Other than that, I really do appreciate you guys supporting me and um, giving me the time of day to even speak and have a platform. I hope you guys enjoy the episodes and I will continue to um, upload some more. So I have a lot coming to you for this season. I really do want you guys to keep tuning in and listening because shit's about to get fucking good and it's about to get real. Um, other than that, though, I hope you guys have a good day, evening, night, whatever time it is you're listening to it, and you'll hear from me soon.